Right now, we have Tash York with us. How are you, Tash? Hello, I'm good. How are you both? Good, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're pretty you. good. Good for a Wednesday. Good. We made it. We have. Well, Hyundai, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We should mention, Tash, this is the second time we've had you on this season. I know, so I feel so fancy. We've had you on a Sunday and a Wednesday, and you have been on more often than some of our presenters, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always around, you know. <laughs> But you are. Uh, as Nicola mentioned, you're here to promote your new show, Adulting, whereas last time you were here to promote Badass. Can you first of all explain what are the biggest differences between the two shows? Um, one starts with A. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Adulting I wrote first, actually. Um, so that was the show I wrote last year. No, the year before. Um, and I've taken that to uh, Edinburgh Fringe and I've done all the festival circuits and I even did Melbourne Comedy Festival actually last year, but a very short season. And Adulting is basically explaining all the ins and outs of like what it means to be an adult these days um, and how the rules have changed a little bit. It's not all about getting the perfect job and getting a house and getting your 2.5 kids and, you know, your husband or wife or whatever you're into. You know, our priorities are a lot different. You know, our successes come from our own happiness a lot more. Um, and that show, I guess it's a comedy cabaret show as well. Um, it's kind of like a parallel between my mom's life and my life and how she did all the adulting thing right. Uh. And I did all the adult things wrong and that, you know, we've sort of somehow, you know, still come out okay, but that it's just different journeys sort of thing. So, so you're trying to define the concept of the word then? Yeah, I guess so. And also just like because, you know, it was such a popular thing. Well, it still is. Like it's a popular hashtag. It's like on everything in Kmart, like on every book or anything ever. It's like, can't be bothered to adult today. Oh, hashtag <laughs> such a hard day adulting, you know. And this idea of just like, you know, us congratulating ourselves for doing stuff that back in the day was just like expected of you. Whereas now we're like, yay, I cleaned my car. Look at me go. I'm so good. Um, just that like idea of celebrating like our little wins and stuff whereas in my mum's day and age it was very like cool like go and feed your sister you know like it was like it was a lot different so yeah I guess and that whole like stereotype on like millennials and they don't know what they're doing and they don't know what's going on but in actual fact that seems like what's happening but really we're just trying to achieve something a bit more meaningful and a bit more fulfilling and long lasting in our lives I think which is kind of the point of the show. Badass uh, is about trying to be a badass in the everyday world whether that be if you you know are a woman because back in the day when I I was little um you know girls weren't considered badasses it wasn't a thing that happened whereas you know nowadays it's all boss babes and badasses and in control and blah 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 you know again sort of playing off that sort of social media trend um but also when you know you're dealing with mental illness um so I talk a lot about the fact that I suffer from anxiety in the show and about basically how I still try and remain a badass at all times in my life regardless of what my mental illness is going to throw at me and I guess some of the funny stories and weird things that have happened along the way as a result of that so yeah good Good. Um, <laughs> I felt like I just spoke for eight years. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the, it was more, more like two better. minutes. Actually. Oh, that's all right. Well, that's that's great. Good. All about context. Yeah. Um, so since the last time that you did adulting, have you added anything to the show? Have you found that like badass has warped or distorted anything that's in it? Oh, I don't know. No. It's going to be interesting doing a long season of adulting again because obviously I did it for Edinburgh for 25 shows in 26 days. Wow. Um, yeah. Brutal. So this is going to be 22 shows in 26 days so similar yeah got this (laughs) so easy at least I'm at home as well um, and not in freezing cold Edinburgh so that's good I think a few of the jokes and whatnot that I've got in adulting will definitely like change just from as a result of stuff that I've been like playing around with in badass like my actual performing I think will change but the show itself I don't think will change I got to a point by the end of Edinburgh where I was super happy with it I mean it always happens like you go through a season and bits and pieces you're like oh I can do that better I can do that better but the core of it I don't think I'll be touching much of 
adulting anymore because it's kind of like going to be one of my last seasons of it as well. Yeah. So, you know, well, in Melbourne at least. So, yeah. So with Badass, it was the first time you were performing with a band. Yes. Right? And then now back to adulting. Is just the with band the, still there? Just no, like, just with so piano. Yeah. Okay, nice. So, yeah, that'll be different, definitely. Um, but I've never done adulting with a band either. So I guess it, in my it, head they're two yeah. separate entities. Like I chose the music in adulting knowing that it was just going to be a piano, whereas with Badass I chose the music based on the fact that I was going to have a band, if that makes sense, Like, because there's a lot more rock music and a lot more layers in that one, whereas this one I on purpose chose songs that I was like, cool, let it be a cool jazzy piano kind of yeah. Yeah, vibe. Yeah. For the promo that we have here, as part of it it says, I just wanted to know if, if this has happened to you. Okay? <laughs> so if you've ever been engaged at 19. Yep. Nice. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, to my right. personal trainer. Yeah. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just smashed my bag on the oh, ground. Okay. It's fine. Yep. To no, my... but nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. <laughs> Guys, you all saw it. Um, yeah, so that's in the show, the details of that delicious okay. morsel of my life. Yep. And in best shape ever. Yep. Um... <laughs> Free personal training, though. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saved a fortune. <laughs> so racked up parking fines worth a house deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. $24,000, in fact, oh. across not only uh, Brisbane, which is where I grew up, but also in Melbourne when I moved down five years ago because I'm a really smart girl who learned heaps about being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still paying them off. You're welcome. <laughs> so Tashort. please come to my show. I need help. Tasha <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> goes interstate. <laughs> okay, and then also I've got chicken nugget eating and wine loving. Yes. So those two just go as one. They are like hand in hand, you okay. know, it's... It's yeah. like when you turn 25 and you realise that all you're having for dinner is chicken nuggets every night and that, you know, you're drinking way too much wine for someone that should be, you know, a functioning human that you're like, maybe I need to grow up a little bit. Maybe this isn't acceptable to uh, just live my life at a Macca's drive through uh, <laughs> Learn to cook, maybe. I don't know. Remember how you cooked in high school. Uh, <laughs> adulting. <laughs> That's important. Um, you mentioned before about being engaged at 19. We're seeing this phenomenon, I guess. There's a lot of teenagers who want to make themselves up to be adults by doing all these adult things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they try and get into clubs with fake IDs and that sort of, of thing. Why is it that so many young people do that, in your view? Like, they try so hard to be adults. Because you've just come out of being a teenager, which is the most awkward time of all of our lives, I think we mm. can all agree, where you are wanting to be considered as an adult, but you're being treated like a child still. And then as soon as you turn 18, you get to make all these decisions yourself. And so, I mean, for me personally, it was a matter of... Well, I can make these decisions now, so I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to move out. Like, I moved out straight away. As soon as I was 18, I moved out, like, literally two days after my 18th birthday because I was like, I'm legally not bound to you anymore. See ya. Like, and made all of these decisions, like, got all these loans out, like, bought all this furniture, like, got all these credit cards because I thought that's what being an adult was. And then as soon as it was, like, the reality of that, it was like, I'm actually not <laughs> not capable to deal with any of this. Ah. So I think it's that. And especially these days, like, I mean, it would be different from when I was growing up because I mean I didn't even get a mobile phone until I was like 16 because it was just like too expensive I'm like 31 uh, and so um, <laughs> and so like these days like kids like grow up with mobile phones like you know they grow up with that ability to like communicate and look on the internet and I've, see what they should be inverted commas should be um, so maybe that as yes, well I've seen just the other day actually I was um, at a tram stop and I saw these primary school age students playing on their iPhones Incorrect. and I thought oh yeah that's <laughs> 
that's a bit of a danger. But it's also interesting because I recall back to my childhood, my parents were sort of encouraging me to grow up and be yeah. an adult. And I only moved out of home in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yes. interesting, like different ways that people are brought up as well, I yeah. guess. Um, and it really depends on that. I mean, my family, like my grandparents moved over from um, Mauritius, which is like a tiny island off the coast of Africa. So like everything that we've ever had, like in Australia has always been like a fight or a struggle or you work hard to get this, da, 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 da. So I think that's really been like brought down onto my mum who just raised me exactly the same. Whereas most of the kids I went to high school with, like their parents like bought them a fancy car and their parents bought them a mobile phone and they bought them this, that and the other. And mum's like, well, if you like clean the bathroom every Saturday for like the whole of your high school, then maybe I'll let you have a phone. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. so I guess it depends like that nature versus nurture thing a little bit as well. Like what your parents, how they bring you up, how strict they are, how not strict they are. If you've got older brothers and sisters, like I was the eldest in my family, so I kind of like paved the way for everyone else, whereas stuff was way easier for my sister than me because yeah. mum was like, oh, I was probably a bit harsh on that. I'm like, yes, yes, you were. I can relate to that because I'm the oldest in my right? family as well. it's the worst. It it's the best, but also the worst. Exactly, yes. I'm the youngest. It's uh, definitely the best. The young- <laughs> Sorry, guys. The youngest of how many, Nicola? Oh, just two. Just two. Just two. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying just two. Yeah, yeah, two, me too, me too, two, two. I just said two heaps of times. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm definitely, like, I'm definitely the disappointment. Oh, oh, no, don't be like that. You've moved no. overseas to be here with us, Nicola. Because That's... my brother's already here. Oh, that, that takes the shine <laughs> off it, I guess. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, it's fine. Yeah, so we like you more, it's cool. So independent. <laughs> right. Anyhow, back to adulting. Have you met any challenges in bringing this show to life? Not really. It's actually really interesting. I always thought that I'd get like a whole bunch of like millennial people come to this show, but actually I've had, you know, people in their like 40s and 50s with like teenage children, like trying to come to my show to try and figure out like what's Mm. wrong with their children. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, ah, this, I'm not going to help you figure that out. Hey, like, and I mean, a lot of them are like, oh yeah, like we get it. But I haven't really come up with any like problems per se. Sometimes like those older audiences are still just like, but I don't get it. Like, why do you not want to have kids? Why? Why do you not want to settle down in a proper job? Why do you want to travel? You know, some of them are like, oh, okay, cool. I see your perspective. But some of them are still just like, nah, it's still a mystery to me. I don't understand. So 2019. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I think about when I was in high school and when you were like 17 and you're going to the careers counselor in high school and they're going, yeah, there's all these jobs that you can do. And some of them, the jobs that you're going to be in aren't even invented yet. And like that just blew my mind when I was 17 being like, whoa, that's real. But I bet you when like my mom was at the careers counsellor, if they even did that, they were like, well, you can work in a bank, you can be a nurse, you can be a teacher, or these other things that you can do if you don't go to university. But back then, like, university wasn't even a given, you know, whereas mm. now it's like, oh, you're not going to university? So yes. I think it's that, like, opposites of, you know, how many opportunities are available for us so we think more open-mindedly to be like, yeah, we've got this, this, and this, and this, and this at our disposal. Whereas I think, you know, people are brought up in a certain way where they're not used to being able to be like, yeah, I can just spend all this money and go to the other side of the world and have a nice time and come back again they're like that's what rich people do and it's like mom like you have so much money saved what are you doing (laughs) what's going on like we're not gonna have another world war it's gonna be cool like it's fine let's let's hope not anyway yeah (laughs) you um did mention before about jobs being invented there is some truth in that because when i was at high school there was no such thing as a social media manager absolutely not huge thing now yeah Yeah, absolutely i mean every single company has like someone looking after their social media Mm -hmm. and employed specifically to do that yeah. I find like that Uber driver like you know, yeah. <laughs> so many things like fedora delivery guy no, I don't know, like. 
Yeah, that's only come out in the past couple of years. That's so. what I mean. Yeah. There's so many things and so many self-employment things too where like you're your own boss and you get to control your own hours, that kind of thing. Like that whole concept is so foreign to, you know, a lot of people sort of 40, 50, 60 yeah. years like that are kind of used to that. I'm like, And I'm not criticising anyone for oh, that. No. It's more just like, you know, my mum got a job as a consultant and she was like, I get to choose what days I go to work and, <laughs> and how late I work and if I want to start late. I'm like, yeah, mum, that's what you can do that. Like so people have jobs like that all the time she's like this is amazing (laughs) I just like lived for it but yeah I guess until you experience it or see it working successfully you'd be like oh no that's not the way it is and I get that too you know we do have to wrap up but before we Mm -hmm. let you go I have to ask you about the sparkle campaign that's happening as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival so the comedy festival obviously is growing and growing every year and a lot of people nowadays are doing you know musical comedy which is what I do I call it comedy cabaret because I started out in cabaret and I'm still kind of like holding my ties to my cabaret roots but um (laughs) but um yeah I decided that I would get a whole bunch of my like super talented comedy cabaret friends you know people that aren't just you know a stand-up with one microphone in a tiny little dingy bar you know people that are trying to push the boundaries of cabaret is comedy too or music is comedy too um and yeah I've got a whole group of people there's um nine of us in total let me see if I can remember them Anya Anastasia Dolly Diamond Jude Pearl Alice Tovey Tara Lee Dowler uh, Zulika Khan Pickup and (laughs) I feel like there's another one, but I can't remember. You're doing really well. Uh, I, I think I nearly got them all. <laughs> you, you nearly uh, did. Yes. Yeah, and so um, all of us have banded together um, and we've all put on the same promo code to get $5 off our show. So if you use the code SPARKLE, you get $5 off any one of our shows. So wherever it is, whatever day, we're all on at different times, different venues, but we've all banded together to do that. Right, okay. And finally, adulting, when's it performing? Where is it performing? So I'm at Trades Hall. I'm there from Thursday the 28th all the way through to the 21st of April. I'm not on Wednesdays and on Sundays, randomly, I'm on at 8.30, but I'm usually on at 9.30. (laughs) Okay. Well, Tash York, thank you very much for coming in for the second time this season and hopefully we'll see you in the near future. That would be awesome. Thanks, guys. See you later.